Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and this is a podcast about minimalism. Sort of. It's a podcast about how living with less stuff and less distractions can help us focus on what's most important. So what you'll find here, of course, we will talk to cluttering and living with less, but we'll also talk about the important things in life and how to approach them intentionally. We'll approach topics of motherhood, home life, relationships, work, our health, and the important things in general that fill up our days. And what you won't find here, a perfectionist version of minimalism. I'm a mom, a full-time teacher, and a podcaster, and I've found the version of minimalism that you may find on Instagram or Pinterest to be unattainable. We aren't minimalism purists here. We're simply focused on living with less in a way that's realistic to us. It's a version of minimalism I personally like to call minimal-ish. The goal is not living with less for the sake of less here, or to make sure our homes make us look like a minimalist. The goal is living with less in a realistic way so that we can have more time and space and energy to focus on what matters most. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and today I am bringing you an episode on the topic of secondhand shopping. We have talked about secondhand shopping on the podcast before. It's probably one of my favorite things to talk about. I fully enjoy thrifting in person and online, and I just love the idea of giving things a new life, whether it's clothing or something else that you need for your home. Buying secondhand is a great way to shop intentionally. 
Today's episode is with Lydia Boudreaux of Love This For You. She is talking to us about this topic with a little bit of a different spin. Lydia is a reseller, so we are today going to learn from her on her favorite thrifting tips as she thrifts professionally because it is a job for her. And we're also going to hear a little bit about reselling. I love to talk about different kind of side hustles and full-time work that women do, and especially things that can be done from home as either an addition to the normal work you do or as a stay-at-home mom. So I just really wanted to hear about the business of reselling and how Lydia got into it and what she suggests if it's something that you think that you would be interested in doing as well. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode about thrifting and reselling with Lydia. Well, I'm so excited to have Lydia Boudreaux on the podcast today. Um, Lydia, before we dive into our conversation, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure, yeah. Um, First of all, I want to thank you for... um having me on your podcast, Desiree. My name, as you mentioned, is Lydia, and I am a wife and a mom of two daughters um, who have, there's a very big age gap between them, so it's quite an interesting dynamic. Um, I have always been very creative and very entrepreneurial. Um, I'm a people person, fairly extroverted, and um, to kind of talk about my minimalism journey. Um, It kind of happened after my second daughter and I kind of realized that I needed to make some changes to simplify and um, did that a lot over my maternity leave. So during that time, I spent a lot of time just getting rid of things in our home, reflecting on how I wanted to spend my time and and my husband and I paid off our cars. And a lot of that sort of brought me to where I am today in terms of just how I'm spending my time, how I'm able to do more with my time. And it really did bring me to, to my reselling business. Yeah, and I'm so glad you talked about your minimalism journey a little bit because, you know, a lot of people, once they dive into minimalism, whatever extent that that looks like, secondhand shopping or just finding different ways to to get the things we need or to get the things we want um, other than just buying it new from a store can be part of that. So I love shopping secondhand and uh, which is one reason I've really enjoyed following along with you as you've journeyed into um, your reselling business. Love this for you. So can you talk a little bit about just your story behind that and how that came about for you? Sure. Yeah. So it started about a year ago. That was April of 2021. I had a few dresses in my closet that weren't going to be worn again. And I think minimalism is what allowed me to just let them go. And, you know, they were nice when I needed them, but now they weren't serving me. So I tried to sell them on Facebook Marketplace. I did a lot of Facebook Marketplace selling um, when my daughter was a baby. I think I made about 1200 bucks in a matter of months because 
it was just an easy way to get stuff out and make a little bit of cash. But these dresses weren't really generating any interest on Facebook Marketplace. It was like, we lived in a smaller town and people weren't going anywhere because it was a pandemic. So I thought, okay, what are my other options? And I hadn't really heard of Poshmark, but I was just sort of doing some research and created a Poshmark account, put these dresses up for, you know, a decent price. So it was still like people were getting a deal. And after the first dress sold, I thought, wow, this is really easy. And I kind of enjoyed, you know, doing the photos and the listings and wrapping things up and shipping them. And it was, it's a very easy process um, to do. And then I started to do some more research around like, okay, so what exactly is this? And, you know, I would look at other accounts on Poshmark and they had hundreds of items. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't have that many things. Where are people getting this stuff? Um, because I didn't know reselling was a, actually a thing. It was something I, I learned about after basically starting. Um, so I found out, wow, people actually will go to thrift stores or garage sales or wherever and find nice things that are in demand and sell them online. And it was like, wow, this is really interesting. And, and for a while, I, I wasn't sure. I was like, is this right? Is this, you know, there's this ethical part that, that I wondered if it was right, but it really is retail 101. You know, you buy something that people would like, you make it available to them and they buy it and they're happy. So that is sort of how it all started. Yeah. I like that you talked about the ethics behind it and the mindset that you mindset shift that you kind of made to be able to do this because um, I think, you know, I want to kind of talk about this in the perspective of just secondhand shopping tips in general, because clearly you are like a pro at that, but also, <laughs> you know, I want to kind of give some, I want you to give some tips. We'll talk, we'll do this later, but I want you to give some tips to those that might be thinking like, this would be a good source of income for me um, to be able to do from home or, you know, if they stay home with kids, whatever. So I'm glad you talked about that because when it comes down to it, you know, like you said, it retail 101, but also you're doing it in a way that you're giving something a second life. So it's not like you are, you know, finding this t-shirt online, putting a logo on it, which there's nothing wrong with that either. But like, you know, that, that generates more waste, things that might end up mm -hmm. in a landfill down the road. You're, you're taking things that, that maybe would end up in a landfill if you don't give it that second life. Um, and if you don't, you know, allow someone else to give it that second life and you're, you're making an income from it. So that's awesome. Yeah. And to speak to the sustainability part of it, I started doing more research around, you know, just the fashion industry in general and became a little bit more aware of how much waste it generates. And so that was sort of, for me, um, eye-opening because there is just so much stuff in the world. Like there are deserts full of clothing that is just waste. So if I can use, you know, my skills to keep some of that from happening, to keep people from buying new, opening their eyes to the option of, you know, and especially at times when people couldn't shop in person, 
you couldn't go to the thrift store. This, I'm talking kind of more about like our Ontario lockdowns that were very intense, but you, you couldn't go out and go shopping. So how do you shop online and still get secondhand goods? So it's like part of my passion around it is, is showing people that, that there is the option to shop online and shop secondhand. Yeah. And that's huge because I know when we're going to dive into this in a second, but whenever, whenever I am secondhand shopping, a lot of times I do have, I just have something specific in mind that I'm looking for and online shopping makes it easy to do that. So how do you, you know, how do you, I, I think my first thought used to be, well, if I have something specific in mind, a certain brand, then I have to just like go to the store's website. So um, with that said, <laughs> you know, how, um, how can we shop secondhand for, for things that we know we specifically want? Um, what are some of your best thrifting tips, um, whether it's in person or secondhand, however, wherever you want to go with that? Well, it's funny that you say that because, and one of my tips when I was thinking about this, this interview and, and the value I was going to provide was like, don't have something in mind. Like when you go to a thrift store, you almost have to just go in with like an open mind, like whatever comes to me will come to me because um, it can be frustrating too, to like, I need, I'm looking for this specific thing for my daughter and I cannot find it anywhere. Um, but I think that is where um, online selling platforms become so valuable because it does allow you to do a quick search to see if anybody is selling this item that already exists in the world. And then to even, you know, get it shipped to you is, is even better. So I think people are still new to the idea of like, you know, Amazon came in and blew up and everyone's like, yay, Amazon Prime, like, it's so great. Um, so people are still new to the idea of ordering secondhand items online. And I think it's something that needs to be, you know, I think people need to be more aware of it and to just remember that that's an option um, to go to, you know, Facebook Marketplace before you open Amazon or to go to, you know, there's, there's more in the States. I'm in Canada and there are more options in the States, even like Mercari, Depop. I think Depop is in Canada too. But even like if you just Google online, secondhand selling platforms, you'll find all kinds of, of different um, platforms to search for things on. So if you are looking for something specific, your best option, and what I would do now, it, it depends on your budget too, but if time is, is of the essence and you just need to find it, like searching for it online is, is gonna be super helpful. Because as I said, if you walk into a thrift store looking for a specific item you might be disappointed <laughs> so. yeah yeah and it would it can take a long time to find anything mm -hmm. even similar to it yeah lots of lots of shopping and I think you know for me as a reseller I go out and I I kind of just go into it with an open mind now I have recently been shopping more for myself because I'm like working more so I need certain clothes for that and just life here is becoming more normal and like going to church or like going out. I want to look nice. I've been wearing t-shirts and jeans for forever. 
So I've been like doing some thrift shopping for myself and it's, it's been challenging. <laughs> um, and I, I ended up going on Poshmark and finding someone who, who was selling a bunch of stuff that kind of suited the, the vibe I was going for. So I use Poshmark too. You can save money by, by sourcing it yourself. But as we talked about the, you, there's no guarantee you're going to find it in your, you know, area. Yeah, exactly. And even, I know I use Mercari a lot um, and I use Poshmark as well, but the, while it might be a little bit more expensive than a thrift store, um, depending on the thrift store, it is still a lot less expensive than buying it new, you know? I want to take a quick break to thank today's sponsors who are helping make this episode of Minimalish possible. I want to thank Kaya. Haya are the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamins that are made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk. While most children's vitamins are kind of like candy in disguise, Haya was created to provide full-body nourishment that our kids need with a yummy taste that they love. Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. These vitamins fill the most common gaps in modern children's diets, and they're designed for kids of all ages, sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. My daughter's favorite part was our first order of high vitamins, where she got to decorate her refillable bottle for her vitamins with the stickers that came with that first order. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You can receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com minimal. That's HayaHealth, H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, dot com slash minimal to get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. I also want to thank Indeed. Don't you love it when you make a small change and then suddenly everything becomes so much easier? That's what it's like when you start hiring with Indeed. If hiring is part of your job, Indeed is the hiring platform that you need. It's the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Indeed Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. I love anything that makes our work easier and indeed definitely does that one of the ways they do that is with the sponsoring jobs feature no other job site can take care of you like indeed because you only have to pay if an applicant meets your must-have requirements plus when you sponsor an indeed post you're 4.5 times more likely to get a hire according to indeed data worldwide so join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use indeed to hire great talent fast and Indeed is doing something that no other job site has done. It's a great reason to try Indeed for your hiring needs because now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications that match the sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com Minimalish to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com Minimalish. 
indeed.com slash minimalish. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I do want to talk a little bit about in-person thrift shopping since that's what you do a lot to actually find the things that you resell. You said you were garage sale shopping this morning and then, um, you know, you're in thrift stores, I'm sure, a bunch as well. So other than, you know, letting the things come to you, not having something actually like specific or specific brand in mind, um, what are some of your other biggest tips for thrifting without like losing our minds or just taking up a ton of time? Being patient is, is key. You have to be willing to look through an entire rack to potentially find one or two items versus if you go to like one of your favorite brand name clothing stores, you might find like 17 things that you really like. So being patient, giving yourself time to sift through things, um, that's really like probably my biggest tip um and then learning a little bit too about different brands and this this i think is not just for resellers but um if you're looking for clothing that's going to last you want to know what you're buying so just being a little bit more conscious too of of the sorts of brands and um products that are out there Another tip that I have um, is to always try things on because return policies at thrift stores are not always, they don't actually have them. Um, a lot of the smaller ones don't have them. I think it, it definitely depends where you shop, but you will prevent yourself from spending money on something that you're not going to use if you try it on. And I think that probably translate into any sort of clothing shopping. Um, my other tip is to be aware of the sales and discount opportunities that different stores have and to shop on sale days and um, get there early if you're going to shop on sale days because things do get picked over very quickly. I like that you say don't go in with you know something in mind as well. I, I think that is something that resonates with me because when I do go, I often have, I, I look at, I look for brands, but not in the way of like, I'm looking for something actually specific from that brand. I just know that brand fits me well, mm -hmm. but I think if I was a little more open, then I might find things a little bit better. So thank you mm -hmm. for those tips. I want to ask, you know, just kind of going to, if someone's listening to this and thinking like reselling would be fun or I want to try that. Um, what are some of your tips for someone interested in starting reselling as a source of income you know if you already really love to thrift shop then you're halfway there because you know you know that that half of it you're already comfortable with and familiar with there are many people who just can't do the thrift thrift store thing and they're you know a lot of the people who might shop on poshmark or or some of these other reselling sites because they just don't have to do that. So I think you really, you have to be comfortable going into thrift stores. And um, I think you also need to have a little bit of, you know, business savviness because there is like, you're, you're buying stuff and then selling it. You have to keep your receipts. There's, there's that kind of, you know, administrative stuff involved. 
And if you want to get into reselling, you do need to have a certain level of like creativity. And, you know, there's a little bit of that that comes into play when you're marketing items and um, finding, being patient and finding really good deals is also going to help you if you want to get into reselling because that does help you with, you know, making income from reselling. And then I think the ability to like actually care about people because at the end of the day, you have customers that you do have to make happy. Um, and if dealing with, you know, a certain number of customer complaints per se would really set you off, you might not want to do this. I think you know, there is such an opportunity for reselling right now because it is sort of just coming out. It's it's becoming more of a, I don't know, it's becoming more of a thing. And a lot of people are moving to a secondhand sort of mindset. And um, yeah, I definitely think, you know, if you're creative if you like making people happy if you're fairly organized because there's a lot of things to kind of juggle and you you know you've got your clothing inventory that you need to keep organized you've got your packing supplies and you have to be able to make trips to the post office every once in a while so it does require like a fair bit of organization and then i want to say as I talk about organization, that like if I hadn't really simplified our home and our life, there's no way I could have had this business because my own closet had so much stuff in it that I didn't even know what was going on. Now I have like a few things hanging in my closet and my Poshmark inventory is like two racks full of stuff. But I'm able to, because I don't have my own clutter in our home, I'm able to like, I've made room for this business to grow that the room for it was not there, you know, three or four years ago. So I think as I talk about reselling and as I talk about, you know, you need to be organized and, and have the capacity, not just like in terms of what you're good at, but also are you constantly stressed by your surroundings? Are you feeling overwhelmed by life? Like those things will impact you as you start a reselling business. So I just wanna add that in there. I don't think you, like I'm not saying like you need to be a minimalist if you want to start a reselling business. I'm just saying it will help your business thrive. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you're bringing more stuff into your home, right? To to be able to do this. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're already, if you already have a ton of clutter and that's overwhelming you, then I can only imagine. And I, you know, I'm not a super organized person. So this would probably not be like, I can say right now, because I've, I've sold some of my stuff on Poshmark or Mercari, but I could say right now, like, this is probably not the thing for me <laughs> because I physical stuff. That's why I have to have less of it. Because if I do, I cannot, I cannot organize it. Mm -hmm. um, I can hardly organize the less of <laughs> the, the small amounts. So it's just <laughs> like, 
you know, organizing something online digitally that works for me. But uh, yeah, so I, I love that you mentioned that because I think, you know, it's good to be honest with ourselves. Like, would I be able to do this or not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, another tip that I'm just going to add into on reselling and just like if this is something that either you love or you don't like, it might it might help you um, decide whether reselling is for you. <laughs> it's like, are you OK with laundry? How do you feel about laundry? Personally, like doing laundry for me is not my least favorite household chore. Like I don't mind, you know, taking care of clothing. And and especially for some reason taking care of like other people's clothing, it just I don't know, there's something I think therapeutic about it for me like or the like joy of getting a stain out of something <laughs> is unmatched. So if you like if you like taking care of clothes or you don't like taking care of clothes, that might help you determine whether reselling is, is a good option for you to, to make some extra income. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I, I like talking about like work and different things people, people do to be able to bring in extra income or, mm -hmm. you know, I know some people can even do this as a full-time income if they're really, you know, gung ho about it. So thank you for sharing all of that um i have two quick questions that i ask each guest before we go so the first one is what is one way that you choose intention in your everyday life checking in with myself um because you know in in the past i've been very i, I have a lot in my head that i want to do but it's not always realistic. And I've learned that about myself, but it's because I'm being intentional and really thinking like, okay, how am I feeling today? And can I tackle, you know, the five extra things that I want to do? Being intentional, I think about my mental capacity has been huge for me. And, you know, if I feel like I'm getting to a place where too much is going on and I'm stressed out then I step back and I just take as much time as I need recently I, I turned my my Poshmark on vacation mode for a week because I was just like you know what I just need to slow down for a minute and give myself the time I need so that I can be better because I was getting to that point where I was just too stressed out so I think you know in intentionality for me, especially as it relates to, you know, this little side business that I have, um, is just being like super, like, I don't know, aware of where I'm at and then using that to guide how I'm going to, how much of my, you know, energy am I going to invest into this right now? My last question is, uh, what's something you're loving right now? So I think for me, we are just getting out of this, like state the last two years, especially in Ontario have been really, really, really hard. So I'm saying like post pandemic life is amazing. I just went to a concert and it was like the best feeling to just be around people and, you know, going out and seeing my friends and, um, so that's like the big thing for me right now. Like it is just giving me so much life. Um, I'm, I love being around people, gives me energy. So, you know, we were in lockdown several different times over the last two years and it was really hard. So just like enjoying that again. 
Um, I also just recently tried almond butter for the first time. And honestly, like it's been around for so long and like so hyped up by so many people probably like years ago. And I just tried it for the first time and I'm just like eating it with apples all the time. It's pretty amazing. Another thing, like going back to clothing, um, I've sort of been exploring my own personal style and just loving like floral and feminine everything. So that's kind of, those are three things you asked for one, but those are three things that I'm loving right now. <laughs> that's okay. I love hearing more than one. So I love when people bring more than one to me. So that's great. Um, yeah. I think we all kind of are like breathing that like sigh of relief of just I've returned to somewhat normalcy at least for now hopefully for a long term yeah well thank you so much for this I've loved talking about this with you hearing your tips um just hearing your passion behind it so thanks for coming on the show thank you so much for having me I hope you enjoyed this episode I typically end a guest episode with some kind of challenge that can help us apply something from the episode to our actual lives. So if you love secondhand shopping and it's something you do regularly, maybe you'll just take a tip from this episode with you next time you secondhand shop online or in person. If you've never ventured into secondhand shopping via like Mercari or Poshmark, I do have a code for Mercari. I'll put that in the show notes. But I definitely recommend trying it next time you need something like a smaller item, like maybe a clothing item for you or your child. I highly recommend just searching on Poshmark or Mercari or some other online marketplace before you would go to your, you know, typical store online that you would typically buy these things from. So I just challenge you that if it's not typical for you to shop secondhand first, maybe it's intimidating to you, maybe it's just something that you haven't put the time into or you don't think you would really enjoy it, I encourage you to just try it. Take a tip from this episode and try it out either in person or online since we've got tips for both of those in this episode and see how it feels. I have grown to really love it. It does take longer most of the time. I do admit that but I find it an enjoyable experience. That is all I have for today's episode. And if you enjoyed it, if you think a friend would enjoy it, would you share it with them? You could share it on Instagram. You could just text it to a friend, share it wherever you like to share things. I am always grateful for you for sharing the show and inviting new people into the minimalist community. Thank you for being here and for listening in. I am so grateful for you, and I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.